You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to episode number 97 of FPA Connects. I am Suzanne and glad you are joining us today um, to listen in on a little bit of fun. I'm here with Sharon. Hi. Hey there. And uh, we're going to talk about something that both of us enjoy tremendously, and that is um, reading and especially summer reading. This kind of takes me back to my days and as my, you know, middle school, high school years. I loved the summer because I could read without any other um, attachment to needing to do school or anything else. And I would get lost in books. I would read literally um, hundreds of books in a year. I don't have as much time for that these days, (laughs) (laughs) but I think Sharon might. Um, But, you know, um, my love for reading and then thankfully it's been passed down to my kids. They love to read as well. And so summer reading and, you know, highlighting those people that we love and, and love to catch up on is a lot of fun in our family. And in a way, I, part of this um, podcast today is kind of a little bit of a recap of our convention for me, because we years ago started doing the author spotlight, which if you've been to our convention, you'll be familiar with. Um, and you know, if not, I'll give you a little taste of what that is. We look specifically for authors, um, especially geared towards like, I would say teenagers, preteens, and, you know, it's expanded now more even to children, but good books that you didn't have to worry about. I know for me, I had a son who was reading through more books than I could ever pre-read when he was little. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to find sometimes good, clean fiction, fantasy type books, or, you know, just clean books in general and know that they're safe. You know, so I felt like when I came to the homeschool convention, I could find those things, but I didn't have that many people that I felt like I was finding. So we started kind of making it a a point to find some of these authors bring them to convention and introduce them um, to our readers and give them an opportunity not to just, you know, share their books with us, but many of them talk about writing and expressing ourselves through creative writing and Mm -hmm. teach kids that may be interested or parents um, through the writing process, how to do that, you know, so it's been a great experience at convention, but this year, I mean, we were first, we missed a year. So my goodness, we were ready to, pounce onto everything good that we could at convention. But this year in particular, we had a lot of new authors mm-hmm. and um, some that I think had really interesting books and things to offer um, to our readers. But um, I wanted to take a few minutes to highlight a few of them and suggest some good stories to read mm-hmm. with uh, your kids, yourself And I'll share some of the ones that I'm interested in reading this Mm -hmm. summer. And then I know Sharon's going to have fun sharing some of those um, as well. But I'm going to talk a little bit about some of our new um, children's books. We had a really great time at convention this year with some 
authors who had written books for children uh-huh. that were able to sit down. We had like a children's story time and they shared their books and right. um, all of the the thoughts behind them. But um, just some really neat books. I know um, one of the new authors we had was Juanita Bonaparte and she wrote a book called Pajama Jones. Mm-hmm. And it is it's a children's book. You can sit down and read it to right. your children. They can read it on their their own. Um, you know, fairly good for young readers and early readers. Um, and the kids seem to just really love that story uh, about a quirky man who who walks around in his pajamas <laughs> yeah. and how people look at him and what they think of him and, and then how they ultimately get to know him, you know. Um, and then we had a really fun new speaker this year, Jenny Urich. Um, Jenny's, you know, um, a thousand hours outside is her Instagram and website. She is just a fun mom with five kids and she has come up with some great, great books for resources um, for parents who want to do some activities and spend some time outside with their kids. But she wrote this really neat book. It's called the little farmhouse in West Virginia. And it is a children's book. She wrote it and illustrated it. And it really is the memories of her childhood going and visiting her family uh, farm in West Virginia. And she talks about that. And it's really, I think, you know, part of her story is that feeling of being outside at the farm was the impetus for some of the ways that she has now developed uh, spending time outside with her own children. Um, And then Trisha Goyer, she was new Mm -hmm. this year. Trisha is an amazing author now. The woman has written over 80 books, I think, at this point. And I don't know. She may have written another one yesterday. So <laughs> she writes a multiple different genres of books. Um, and one of the ones that she wrote that, you know, we'll talk about um, in the parenting and home books in a few minutes was the Grumble Free Year. And it was basically where she went through a year of... Um, really focusing on not grumbling in your home. Uh-huh. And so it's a, it's a great book. It kind of documents her family's um, experiences and the tips that she has for implementing that attitude of gratitude and not grumbling in the home life. But she wrote a children's book to talk about this to kids and it's called the grumbles. It's not even out yet, but it will be out very soon. And, you know, she shared that, um, with our kids again at the convention. So um, that's another great book. I would suggest looking for it. And in a moment, like I said, we'll talk about what you can read as a parent that will help in the grumble free years mm-hmm. had great reviews. Um, and then the last one in the children's book category that I would suggest um, picking up and is a lot of fun was written by a student um, who he's a senior this year in high school. And I happen to know him personally and have, um, he's been part of our local homeschool group, but he has his book, Lazy Daisy. His name's Lincoln Smith. And the book is Lazy Daisy. You can find it on Amazon. And he was, it was his first publishing. He's working on another book, but this is a great book. Daisy is his dog. And it's just a great book about a boy and his dog mm-hmm. written on a child, a child's level that, you know, every kid that I've read it to my grandkids and my kids have read it. And it's just fun and oh, funny yeah. and endearing because we all love our pets. Yeah. And that's what you get from uh, Lazy Daisy. So that's a lot of fun. Um, 
were there any other books that you you have like sitting there in the back of your mind for kids to read in the summertime? Maybe not one of our lists for. You well, know, not any specific books, but I always like to in the when you um, in our Connect magazine, mm-hmm. you always have the little off the shelf uh, section in that, and. I always like when there's books for, um, like, the holidays specifically. Yes. I always think that's fun to read, you oh, know, yeah. like, Christmas books. Or if there's a specific book for something, um, I always think that's fun. Oh, yeah. I always like that. Yeah. And I like the ones that are seasonal, too. You know, reading for just the summertime yeah. or for yeah. fall. Those are great books. And, um, and some of these will actually kind of fall into that category as well. You can use them you know, in the different seasons. But I think just giving your kids some of these books to just look at if they can't read, mm-hmm. just looking at the pictures, especially in these books, great, great illustrations, you know, that will spark questions and give you a chance to share that with your kids. Um, and then we have, I guess, some of these books, I would, I would say these were like my um, tween, preteen, teenage years. Uh-huh. My kids were reading these books but you know one of our favorite and i mean personality wise and books and everything else one of our favorite um authors that comes and has been more than once is jenny cody Mm -hmm. and she has a great um series of books it's the epic order of the seven and she she walks through history um through the eyes of these animals. Yeah. And it's fantastic fantastic books yeah they're great characters they're a good read um and she had her newest book um, come out. And that one is The Declaration, The Sword, and The Spy. So if you have been a fan of Jenny's and your kid does not have that book yet, it is out and available. And they'll love it. Um, if you're starting with her books, boy, I think starting at the beginning is necessary. But, <laughs> but just give these books, you know, a look and... Uh, like I said, the Epic Order of the Seven, the adventures um, of, you know, these animals as they travel through history. It's a great story. Um, new, again, a new author this year and first published um, book is uh, Kira Dewey. She was one of our high school seniors, um, graduated um, at FPA this year. But she wrote um, Elites. The Island of Darkness, and we've had great reviews on that book. And again, I think if your kids are drawn towards anything, you know, remotely linked to the fantasy um, novels, that this is a good book for them to um, start with. And I'm sure that she's got a series that she's created around this that we'll see more coming along the way. Uh, Another favorite of ours, returning again, Chuck Black. He has a great series that I would say even falls in, you know, eight years old and up with the Kingdom series and the Knights of Earth Trey. Those my kids have read and loved. But he's written a couple of series um, geared a little bit more towards older teens as well. And his newest series is the Star-Lord Legacy Trilogy. And he has released the first two books. And I think he just released the third or it's just now coming up. Um, like one of my kids was telling me they needed to get it because he didn't have it at convention because it wasn't out yet, but it was <laughs> coming. So, uh, but it's the Star Lore Legacy trilogy, and that is Chuck Black. He's great. Uh, I can recommend him highly. Definitely safe. Definitely, you know, 
a lot of good character um, learning as my kids mm-hmm. read his books. I've read some of his as well. And they are good. Yeah. And um, then we had another new author. He was here with Realm Makers, um, which, you know, you can look into Realm Makers. They've got, you know, a ton of authors that they're connected with in the fantasy um, fiction you know, Christian authors who, who do that all from a clean perspective mm-hmm. so that kids can safely read. Um, but James Hannibal was one, and I thought that he had a couple of really interesting looking series to me. This is going to um, fall under the ones that, you know, myself or my kids are going to be reading this summer. But um, he has one, one series called the Section 13 series. And it's a 13-year-old guy named Jack who discovers that he's inherited a membership into a secret British detective society. (laughs) That sounds fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's a lot of history and and adventures of this kid as he travels through history. So, you know, it sounds like um, that could be something that, you know, your kids who like that kind of um, series would really dive into. He has other series, uh, ones in the Nick Barron series. I always love series. Series get you through the summer. Yes. <laughs> Don't they? So he's got those, those two series. So go check him out. Um, and moving right along, back to Trisha Goyer. Um, she writes, again, like I said, in all kinds of genres. She has a lot of novels that um, she has written and co-authored with others um, as well along the way that are historical fiction. Mm-hmm. And so this, these are a couple of them that my daughter has already read. We bought them at convention. I was hoping to get to them first, but she got them before I did. Oh. Um, but there's the World War II um, book is Finding Love at Victory Heights. And she just loved that book. And it was just a great story in her mind. Um, it was a great way for her to learn some of the history surrounding mm-hmm. World War II, but just a whole, the whole story was just endearing to her. And then um, she has read Making Waves, which is a mystery mm-hmm. um, with Trisha Goyer and another author. And then the Titanic story by the light of the silvery moon. So a lot, like I said, a lot of options with Trisha and, and we haven't even touched on, you know, other books that she does bring to the table. But if you're not familiar with her, look her up and you can find so many things that would be interesting, not just for your kids, but for yourself. Um, And moving along to some of the parenting authors that we had, Trisha Goyer is on this list too. And the Grumble Free Year. (laughs) That was, again, it's been a great book. I think, you know, when you have your kids and your home and you have ideals and ideas about what things are going to look like um, as you're homeschooling and everything's going to be nice and sweet, the grumbling and complaining sometimes will make you crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think that this book is, first of all, a really great way to say, to say this happens in others' homes too. You know, yeah. this is what we struggle with. These are things that everybody deals with. Um, but also with a focus on how to attack that you know, grumbling or complaining mindset that people can pick up on, our kids can pick up on, you know, so easily. Um, Another great book from one of our um, constants and 
favorites is Connie Albers. Uh, she's written Parenting Beyond the Rules. Mm-hmm. And that book just keeps getting great reviews. And um, I've read it. I was on the launch team for that book. And mm-hmm. it really is um, great as you're looking at how to um, just really develop and maintain relationships with your your older kids, you know. Yeah. So it's a great book. Um, another new author was E. Stephen Burnett. He was there with Pop Culture Parent, helping kids engage their world for Christ um, just talking to him. I haven't read this yet, but I'm very interested in it because just talking to him and just looking at, you know, how do we as parents encourage our kids to engage in a constantly changing culture that that's not even always familiar to us, you know, because things change and um, evolve to different levels constantly. And we want our kids to be able to engage um in such a way that they can reflect Christ's love for them and the world around them. And so I think that this was just, you know, great talking to him and hearing his perspective and what he touched on and tried to touch on in this book. So that's going to be on my list of, of summer reads. Um, now, Sharon, <laughs> I know you have suggestions for us. Outside of what we have with our um, authors at convention, Sharon's one of the most affluent readers I know <laughs> right now. I would right now, say you, that's you get because I'm in. an empty nester now. <laughs> that's true. I have no children at home, so I, I uh, can dive in. I have. I think last year I read over 180 books. That's fantastic. Though. That's fantastic. I would have never put anywhere close to that kind of book reading numbers up any given other year but yes. I, I don't have anything else to do now <laughs> yeah 2020 was special too yeah yeah <laughs> right yes so what books do you have out there that you might suggest just just even for like a fun well all the books i'm suggesting are going to be just for your own enjoyment well i have um well two authors that you made me think of when you were talking about some like young adults two authors i would definitely recommend for those and I'm recommending authors because I've read all their books and I would okay. recommend all their books. And I would say mostly also because a lot of these, every one of these wrote series mm-hmm. and all their series are good. Series are great. Right. I'm like you. I love a series because if I know I find a book I like, I don't have to look for any more books for a while because right. there's like six to <laughs> ten books in that series. I'm good for a while. <laughs> and so I will also mention this. I am a Kindle reader mm-hmm. and I have Ke- Amazon Kindle Unlimited So, actually, all the authors I'm going to mention here are also happen to be on Kindle Unlimited. So, that helps me. So, I always have the books. And I'll get books also from the library on my Kindle book as well. Right. But that also helps me with with being able to read so many books. And saving some money. Right. I don't (laughs) mean, $9 a month is unbeatable. Right. If If you're a reader. Yes. And you have the time to read, like I do. So, for... Two two authors I really like for young adults. All of these are also clean authors, so I feel safe. I would recommend right. these to Just anybody. Just throwing that out there, yeah. Yeah, is Ch- Trisha Mingerink. I always say her name wrong, I think. But I'll put all our authors we mentioned in the show notes. Okay. And J.L. Knight. I They both write fantasy allegory, sort of. Mm-hmm. I like both of them for young adults. I'm an adult, and I read them, and I enjoyed them. Right. And I think they're both... Um, I would say down to 
preteen even maybe. Okay. Yeah, so good. I like those. But for adults... And these could also be read by younger kids, mm. too. I just don't know how interesting they would find them. Right. But Christy Barrett actually does have preteen series. So she fits both categories. Mom, these are good books for you. But also some of her series are written for teens. Okay. But all of her books are mysteries. Um, a lot of them are beach um, themed, like North mm. Carolina beaches and that sort of thing. But she does have some a few mystery series that are sort of Nancy Drewish. Okay. So and those are labeled as preteen. I haven't read those because I've just not read the preteen series. Right. But again, I trust her as writing those kind of books. So Christy Barrett is a great author. She's actually my very favorite author. Oh, that's great. Yes, and I've read every single book she has written, and there's a lot of them. And then Susan May Warren as well. She writes mostly like it is romance, again, clean romance, but mm-hmm. it's also a lot of, like, fire rescue type of... Okay. Um, there's some mystery element to it, but it's also more just kind of, like, rescue. Some of them are, like, dog rescues, that type of okay. storylines. Um, and then Susan Sleeman. I like her, and she writes mystery from the a lot of, like, detective, uh, okay. FBI type of stuff. I like okay. her stuff, too, and she's... She writes some really good books as well. So I recommend those for sure. And um, Lynn Channon is another one I like. She writes similar books too. But I'll put all of these authors that we've mentioned again in the show notes. That way, hopefully you can find something this summer. I'm, yeah. Yeah. There's we, some great books out there. You were, you've were you done good about just mentioning like authors and not necessarily the specific books. Um, I know I was giving some specifics, but with all of these authors... Um, that have written the fiction, there are multiple books to choose right. from. And I think that, you know, one of the things for me is just encouraging people to find something that they do like or something that they feel comfortable with for their teens to read or their preteens to read because, right. you know, then you feel like, okay, they can keep reading. You can keep encouraging that. Um, but, you know, there was, there was a time when it was kind of hard to find so many right. that, you know, you could easily connect to. So I think just um, even going back and looking at some of our off the shelf, you know, recommendations, like you mentioned, um, and our connect uh, magazine, the most recent version of it is gone digital. And so you can I actually kind of just have it at your fingertips to, yep. you know, scroll through and look at. And then, um, you know, again, too, just looking at some of these, types of books I know for you uh, you share with me because I'm a definitely a paper you know hard soft cover kind of person and I know you read a lot that are on um, you know readers and Kindle and you get suggested a lot of authors so yeah that is it's another good way I think to find mm-hmm. um, new authors is you know finding just what you're reading and and who is being suggested for you to read as well because right. You, like you said, you know, it's exposed you to a lot of new oh, yeah. new authors that you found that are really good that you love that we weren't talking There's about a year so ago. There's so many know? authors out there I never knew about that are right. fantastic. I yeah. mean, there's a lot that aren't. And you find, you figure that out you real quick. <laughs> it takes one chapter and you, this is no good. This yes. is terrible. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, but anyway, I think that, you know, for us, and I think both of us feel this way. We just want you to be able to enjoy um, and love reading and to pass that on to your kids. It's really hard as a parent, 
if you don't read to really encourage your kids to read. And I know there, there are those occasions where, you know, mom and dad have no interest in the kid loves books and that's fantastic. But there's just like a whole other world of knowledge and learning and enjoyment that, you know, you can get just from sitting down and reading a really good book. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we like to encourage that. And um, I would say, you know, one of the best resources that we can give uh, with books is through podcasts. Uh, We've done several along the way. So if this podcast has been interesting, you can check out some of our other podcasts with other authors and books suggested. Um, Go to Connect Our Magazine and look for Off the Shelf for some great suggestions. And, you know, if you're new to homeschooling, um, you want to connect with us uh, wherever you can because we are a great resource for all things connected to homeschooling in Florida and even beyond. So check out our website, fpa.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and uh, we have a great app that you should, you know, add to your list. Uh, you can find it on the App Store um, that will help you keep up with everything that we're doing that's eventful and fun. So connect with us. Make sure you um, reach out and look at these things. And I'm assuming these things will be posted on Pinterest as well to some of our authors. So follow us. Check us out. Stay connected. And join us next time for FBA Connects. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.